Uh, all right. It's news to us. The week of January 11th, 2021. The uh, the fallout of the Capitol riots. Man, that was crazy. That was crazy. Uh, we have to talk about that. Of course, we were off last week when that was, uh, you know, just before that happened. And there was a lot of news leading up to that. So we'll recap all of that craziness and give you the latest because there are a lot of developments with the Capitol riots. <laughs> Yeah, there's some horrible footage right there of an officer being crushed by the mob. Oh, my God. Horrible, horrible situation. And then this uh, this Capitol riot story just completely buried a huge, huge story just before that of uh, of Trump getting on the phone and trying to intimidate Georgia into turning the election results over to him in a phone call that was released by the Washington Post. All I want to do is this. I just want to find... Uh, 11,780 votes. Yeah, both of these stories kind of lead into each other. And uh, let's go. It's news to us, our first show of 2021. It's news to us. It's news to us. Adobe Radio. Jason and Chris are here. Katie is out on assignment. She'll be back with us again. Hello. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Welcome in. We've taken a couple weeks off. It feels feels good to be back. I know, right? And it it always happens, you know, every time we take some time off of the show, which is very rare, there are major news stories that are just unbelievably big. I don't know why. We should stop taking off because I think it does something to the fabric of the universe possibly but man our mental health we need a break once in a while don't we yeah absolutely it, yeah and uh we it's start a quality of life issue <laughs> it's all about life work-life balance right this one hour a week really does it to me <laughs> yeah it just completely uh throws off my balance in life uh, uh i think it let, let's uh you know let's well kidding aside we put a lot of effort into the show come on it does yeah. take a lot. I feel good to be back, though. I feel f- refreshed. Yeah, yeah, that too. And uh, we'll get back to our, to doing our live video in a couple weeks too. Got to get some stuff worked out on the on this end technically, but that's still something that we're going to do. Um, in case you're wondering where that is, maybe like one person. But we'll, we'll get back to that this year. So yeah, a lot of big stuff uh, coming for 2021. I, it would be great to do more video. I, I think that's kind of our plan because we're all pretty excited about that, right? We're all. You guys yeah. said you like the video. I like the video. Yeah. Okay, cool. <clears throat> so, yeah, I want to be able to bring guests on via video and all that and get our YouTube channel going. So it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Big things. Uh, before the Capitol riots, what's happening on social media? I would ask Katie, but she's out on assignments. She did post a poll and it says, have you received your COVID relief check yet? And 55% said yes. Forty-four percent said no. Wait, from the uh, the new round or the original? The new round, the six hundred dollars. Oh, yeah, uh, that would be a no. No, that would be a no on my end. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't think any of us have gotten it that I know of. I was surprised that fifty-five percent of our Twitter followers that that responded to this half. I was like, well. Those are already yeah. going out. That's pretty fast. 
Go ahead and uh, make a donation to your favorite uh, radio show and podcast. Yeah. Just uh, go to Adam Carolla's website, and I think he has a donate whoa, button. Whoa, oh, whoa. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, Katie tweeted something really funny that went so- semi-viral. Uh, probably one of our, our biggest performing posts of the week. She screenshotted a the dictionary term treason, and then she got her finger and wrote Trump over the screenshot. And she tweeted that, and uh, people really liked that one. That that really got people going. And speaking of Twitter, uh, they did ban Donald Trump. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Four years too late, but yeah, good for five them. years really. If you think, yeah, you can, uh, yeah. add the campaign. I mean, fair enough. You know, I figured give him a year, but yeah, it wasn't shocking at all to see that. But it, the the biggest thing about that is they let him get away with a lot that they shouldn't have. In fact, uh, giving him that platform for so long, one could argue, led up to the uh, our first topic here, the Capitol riots, and you know the, the fervor around that, and the and the death of five people. This is why you got to got to like nip these things in the bud, not let them get out of control. And I think a lot of people were yeah. saying, get this guy off Twitter. Like, what he's doing is dangerous. And Twitter's like, yeah, it's, it's in the best interest of the, of the country to know what the president is thinking. How about them finding their courage after, like, with, like, less than two weeks left to go? You know, I think it I has know. as much to do with the fact that uh, Warnock and Ossoff uh, won their runoff election in Georgia, uh, putting the Senate back in the control of the Democrats. And so now Democrats will have unified control of the government. And so all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're for regulation. We're for, yeah, we've been against uh, Trump this whole time. I think you're right. Like these corporations do, um, they do tend to switch their tune based on who's in power. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But uh, let's talk about the Capitol riots. That was just insane last week. The fallout afterward, too, and there's some updates on it. Uh, The Dirty Deets. The Dirty Deets. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. Now, I hate seeing... Yes. Real quick, maybe this... I think this is more a season of treason. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it could be the season of treason. Actually, you know what? I think you're right. It is the season of treason. We've been calling this... Since we uh, started this show, right? That, that okay. EJT was a treasonous uh, pile, and uh, this is just the latest uh, chapter in that long, okay. long, long story. Uh, excuse us. Let us uh, refile the story under a different, please, uh, category. The season of treason. Yes, and it has all come to a, a head. Hopefully, probably not. Probably not, but. The lead up to the riots at the Capitol were pretty alarming, and it's not like we didn't know this was going to happen. When I say we, the U.S. intelligence community, they knew because there were far-right conspiracy theorists and popular websites out there with users talking about this event happening on January 6th, the Stop the Steal event. They were encouraging people to show up in D.C. to uh, to... I don't even want to say demonstrate because to me, they're not demonstrators. They are, they are domestic terrorists. So they were like asking people to show up and be terrorists. It was like, 
you know, putting like ISIS putting a, a call out there for jihadists. It was it's crazy. So, and not only that, then the elected officials too were also part of this thing. Like Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz, Rob Ron Johnson, uh, the, the, who else? Roger Marshall of Kansas, Mike Braun of Indiana, and all all these uh, Republicans that were saying that they were going to challenge the certification of the Electoral College on the 6th, and they were kind of uh, kind of dumping gasoline on this fire. Which is crazy. The, you know, these folks are part of Congress. They, they know what their role is and what they can do, and they were just fanning the flames with no real substance. They, they couldn't do anything to stop the the certification of electoral college um on the sixth anyway but they were they were stoking the fire because a lot of these folks are they have you know their eyes on 2024 and they want to run for president and they want the ba- they want djt's base to help them in four years it's crazy because yeah. you know they're threatening our very democracy and that i mean is a clear and present threat. Yeah. So these uh, these these uh, Trump supporters are getting it from uh, Republicans. They're getting it from Fox News. They're getting it from a lot of different places. They're queuing on message boards, saying that the election is being stolen. We got to do something about it. It's just like Alex Jones, Breitbart, like yeah. all of this. This is the first time the U.S. Capitol has been taken by force since the War of eighteen twelve. Wow. How far we have fallen. So uh, it, it all, you know, and, and of course, Donald Trump himself has been uh, fanning this flame ever since he started his whole uh, existence in politics. But leading up to last week on December 19th, he tweeted, quote, statistically impossible to have lost the 2020 election. Big protest in D.C. on January 6th. Be there. It will be wild. We'll be wild, he tweeted. And then at the rally, this is just insane. Because when this news started to come out about people breaching the Capitol, I was kind of confused at first. I didn't realize, because I wasn't following it, you know, like blow by blow. I didn't realize at first, it took me a couple of hours to figure out that uh, Trump had a rally just beforehand where he was pretty much telling his uh, supporters to go bum rush the Capitol building. Yeah, he addressed the crowd. He addressed the the you know all these people in front of the White House, and he told them to walk over to the Capitol building. And here's audio of that. Here he is. We're gonna walk down to the Capitol, and we're gonna cheer on our brave senators and congressmen and women. And we're probably not gonna be cheering so much for some of them because you'll never. Take back our country with weakness. You have to show strength and you have to be strong. Yeah, so that's a you know a dog whistle to his supporters. Have to have to show strength, have to be strong. In other words, storm the Capitol, go take AOC hostage with zip ties, go get Nancy Pelosi and Mike Pence that traitor. He's a traitor too. We don't like Mike Pence anymore, apparently. And get Grassley while we're at it. That way, if we get Grassley, we get uh, Pelosi and Pence. Then, you know, it, it came really dangerously close to this happening. Those three either being held hostage or executed, which is a very likely possibility. 
then the whole succession of power is thrown off balance and Trump could claim martial law and instill himself as a dictator. That's how close we came. And it's really like we came like moments away from that happening. Seconds. We got so lucky. Only a, a couple turns, right? Like if they, uh, that group only took like two or three wrong turns, they would have taken the right turns. Right. They could have taken out the next three people in the succession of our government. And this is all being goaded by the president himself. He's literally sicking violence on Congress, attacking his own soil. How is this not treason? They had a noose in front of the Capitol building. They erected a noose. No, not yet. A gallows. Yeah, they were chanting hang Mike Pence as they were marching into the Capitol building. That is the the just I mean I I I think I I cannot believe this actually happened. I still I I can't. It's hard for me to believe this happened. It it was a a a coup attempt, and we came so dangerously close to losing our democracy. And we are we are like almost a week removed from when this originally happened as we're doing the show. And somehow Donald Trump is still the president. How the fuck is that? How is he still the president? He tried to overthrow the government through a a uh, a coup, violent coup, and he is still the sitting president. What the fuck? I hate how they have to like still play this political bullshit game. Get the guy yeah. out of there. I know that's uh you know the articles of impeachment are moving forward. We'll talk about that in a second, but. Uh, you know, back to the day of. So riders, some dressed in military fatigues. They, uh, you probably saw the footage of them going above the wall. They were, uh, you know, pushing over the barricades, and uh, some police officers are actually letting them through the barricades. A lot of investigation is going to have to go down there, and uh, just a really scary you know, situation. If, yeah. Well, I, you know, going to that, a lot of times, like in a situation that those police officers found themselves in where they were completely overrun and undermanned, like, that, you know, their instruction is to let people by. There's nothing they can do, right? Like, there's 20 people against thousands. Like, what are you going to do? Well, there's footage of officers waving in the crowd, though. I get what you're saying for their safety, but there's... I'm not saying all of them were like that, but, yeah. some, you know, there's definitely not all of them were just letting them in to, because they were part of it. I know not all of them, but there is uh, there are some. I think they're investigating that. I mean, there was uh, police uh, allegedly that we'll find out as investigations unfold. But they said that there were police officers and uh, military personnel or former military personnel from all over the country that uh, attended this and that were part of this. Yeah, so these maniacs are going inside of the Capitol building, and uh, Congress was like just inches away from being executed uh, members of Congress were uh, and they were inside huddling and they were in a secure area which you know if these guys knew how to get to they would have I don't know how secure it was it could have like just been a room that they to a door they didn't open who knows where it was well I think they got like um, they put Pence and Pelosi for sure in a bunker yeah they're not saying exactly where they were hiding because it'd be, I don't think they want that information out there. Absolutely not. But I'm sure that they do have a, an underground bunker, don't you think? Oh, yeah. For I'm sure. pretty sure they do. I read a whole book about uh, the United States 
network of bunkers that was built during the Cold War to maintain continuity of government. And there's dozens and maybe like hundreds of them across the country. I I, I could be wrong. Maybe you would remember, uh, Chris, aren't, isn't there like a, an underground bunker system connected via tunnels that connect like the White House and the Capitol building and the, and the Pentagon? I, I don't know if they're connected, but uh, each site has some sort of defensive reinforced basement area. Yeah, so that that's probably where they took all these these people of Congress, right? Yeah, I imagine. I, guys, I imagine if they could so. get there. A video of where the you know these uh, Trumpers are, um, like walking, you know, coming or charging a police officer um, as he's backing up. He's got like his uh, he's backing up the stairs and like. Uh, have you seen that video where he's by himself and like these guys are like charging after him? And like, the one where they beat him with an American flag? No, I haven't seen that one. No, it was a single officer. And like, as he's backing up the stairs, he's going upstairs, and like he looks to his left for a second, and he goes right. When he looks left, that's the Senate chamber, and the door's wide open, and he and he led them away from the Senate chamber. Oh, I read about right. that. I didn't know if there was there was a video of that. Yeah, if they would have gone right, they would have gotten into the Senate chamber and. Who knows what who they would have been able to to get? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I think one of the uh, most extraordinary images from all of that is the uh, uh, picture, or I don't know if there's video or not too, but of uh, uh, like the sergeant, uh, uh, sergeant in arms or sergeant of arms, whatever, of either the Senate or the House. They have physically barricaded the door to the chamber with heavy uh furniture like and uh they have their masks on because of covid and they have their guns drawn because these protesters this mindless horde is clawing and scratching their way through the windows set into the door and you know, this is the floor of the legislature. And, uh, you know, it just, there was something about that image with mask on, masks on, uh, to guard against a deadly viral pandemic, guns drawn, ma- mindless horde, barricaded doors. I'm like, spiritually and symbolically, this country has descended into full on zombie apocalypse mode. Yeah, it's like, yeah. uh, the purge. Yeah. You're right. That's like the closest thing to a zombie apocalypse you could experience. Yeah. That's freaking insane. Here's Nancy Pelosi. She went on 60 Minutes and talked to Leslie Stahl about uh, her experience. Um, Here she is. The mob was free to roam the halls. One group making it right up to Speaker Pelosi's suite of offices. This door, they broke down. You can see. Oh, my goodness. They broke that down. Look at that. They yeah. broke the door. They smashed it in. And went through to another door behind which Pelosi's young staff cowered, terrorized. The staff went under the table, barricaded the door, turned out the lights, 
and were silent in the dark under the table under this the whole table time. for two and a half hours. Oh my God. That's going to leave some scars. Uh, but it, you know, it's even more fucked up than all of that, believe it or not, because leading up to this whole thing, there were a whole bunch of, I guess, brand new Pentagon appointees. And a lot of these didn't even, even make the sense, like much sense at the time. People are like, why are these uh, new Pentagon appointees happening right now? But these same new Pentagon appointees put significant restrictions on the Capitol building protections for January 6th. And that is part of the reason why it makes this look like a planned premeditated attempt to murder Congress or at least uh, hold them hostage. Because we you have know, seen when that happened. That was yeah. like uh, a week or two after the election. It, back in November where they started making these moves and like that was the first like time where we're like you know if you were paying attention you knew something was going on and something was going to happen maybe not to this level but you knew some some shady bullshit was going to go down yeah this they want to do like a 9-11 commission style type investigation on this because they're thinking that this has been premeditated and planned by uh people within our own government for quite some time and it's really fucked up and it actually could have been a lot worse because you guys have all seen the uh the video of of course the guy in the black military garb holding the zip ties uh there's a couple people walking around with zip ties but not only that a lot of people were arrested for for uh and they found weapons uh, one guy, Christopher Alberts, was arrested leaving the Capitol building wearing a bulletproof vest, and they found a 9mm handgun with two high-capacity magazines on him. Uh, other protesters wore bulletproof vests and military-style gear. A guy, uh, Cleveland Grover Meredith, was charged with threatening Pelosi after they found a Glock 19, a 9mm pistol, a Trevor X95 rifle, and hundreds of rounds of ammunition in his truck and trailer close to the Capitol. Uh, of course, uh, there were pipe bombs found as well. This was supposed to be a much, much bigger attack. And I don't know exactly how it didn't get fully fulfilled, but America got very, very lucky on January 6th. I agree. Yeah, I think the uh, this could have turned into a massacre very easily. And uh, that goes back. Both ways. Uh, I know the Capitol Police right now are taking a lot of heat uh, for for failing to for for allowing this mob to break in in the first place, and uh, you know the police in general in the D.C. area are taking heat for you know how fiercely they cracked down on Black Lives Matter protests over the summer but uh you know seem to go very leniently on these uh uh mostly white protesters but you know it took a lot of restraint not to blindly open fire and have you know 30 casualties bloodying the halls of congress that was Imagine where we would be today if that was the narrative uh, and how even more fired up people would be on, on both sides. It would be an even more dangerous situation, I think. 
Yeah, that's a good point. It's very fragile. And the, yeah. and the way it all played out was, I mean, five people did die, including one uh, police officer. But it could have been much, much worse. And it was intended to be much, much worse. These people weren't there to do what they did. They failed at something that they were trying to do. And that police officer that was murdered, his head was bashed in with a fire extinguisher by this mob. Because blue lives matter. Like how That's the same awful. crew saying that, that say blue lives like matter. How? How does <sighs> one, like, uh, I don't even, it's the sick, sick individuals that did that. Yeah. My God, yeah. That's the first time I I heard the circumstances of his death. Jesus. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Senator ben, ben Sassy says that White House aides told him that Trump was delighted as he was watching all this unfold on television. He was delighted. And he was confused why others around him weren't as excited as he is. What a sociopath. Oh my God. It, this is so scary. Like this guy like is delighted by this level of upheaval and violence acts with people waving his name around. Had he became our dictator on January 6th, we all would have been rounded up and, and killed. There's like no, there's like no doubt in my mind that anybody who does any sort of uh, a liberal leaning podcast or radio show or has an opinion or a blog or is a tweeter or they would have been around. We would have been rounded up. I really feel like we got lucky. Like that's really how bad it could have gotten. Oh, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah, uh, I, I was at work on the sixth and, uh, uh, I happened to be at lunch and I got a call from my mom who was worried about me, you know, here in, in Denver, just, you know, just, worried that this sort of civil violence was going to break out at our, our state capital and basically that the whole thing was was falling apart all of a sudden and you know for a minute there you know nobody knew that that wasn't the case like it definitely felt like it uh we were we were on a nice edge there and it, uh, yeah, what we a, are. We're what a shocking, edge. yeah, we're not, we have an, we have an inauguration yeah. coming up and the FBI, what the happened FBI. on the sixth, what was supposed to happen on the sixth was just one of those formalities, you know, it was a, like a rubber stamp occasion Yeah, and it, it rose to this level of violence you know, I, I, I expected to, a, after the election, I thought that we were going to see something like this in November. I mean, I didn't imagine a mob storming the Capitol in D.C., but, you know, I figured like a wave of, of right wing protests across the country, that kind of thing. Uh, and then when it didn't happen in November and December, you know, I, I kind of started to breathe you know like the electoral college got through it i'm like okay whatever i was afraid was gonna happen may, i guess it's not gonna happen and you know i i saw trump making these tweets about the the sixth and i'm like 
I don't I don't think they're going to come out. I, I let myself believe that because I'm like, they didn't come out after the election. They didn't come out to, you know, terrorize the electoral college vote. This thing's already a done deal. They're just reading the votes now in Congress, but it's not, it's an open secret. There's no question how, how the vote went, you know? Yeah. But the thing with January 6th was both, uh, house and Senate were all seated. Yeah. It's, Mm -hmm. it's very rare where you have, um, you know, Mike Pence and Pelosi and um, leaders of Congress all in the same building at the same time. Yeah, wasn't that like a that wasn't that like a major national security issue to have? Even I mean, screw Trump, but he was like blocks away, and then you have all the other high ranking people uh, just in the same city. As it seems to be irresponsible. Building. A lot of times, you know, it only happens on rare occasions. Um, you know, okay, State of the Union is. Uh, the primary one that I know of. I mean, inaugurations. Right. You know, which is coming up. FBI has already issued warnings to all 50 states that um, there may be some unrest at state capitals um, even days before the uh, the 20th, including the 20th. And yeah, January so like, 19th is one of these like, dates that's been uh, <clears throat> floated around too on the yeah. on, on, par- on Parlor, that uh, conservative social media network that has been pulled from app stores and their servers, by the way. But, um, you know, these people are still finding ways to, to, to get the message out and, and network socially. So, yeah, the, I mean, and like, I would, you know, this happened, but it's not over. Like these people are still active. Like what, it's a very worrisome time right now. So with everything being so fragile, do you think that the House made the right move to move forward with articles of impeachment? They're going to vote Wednesday to impeach Donald Trump for inciting the deadly insurrection of the U.S. Capitol, which, my God, is like the scariest fucking thing to read. sentence to say. I know, right? It's fucking never in my life until Trump came to power, and I think I don't even know if I thought he was, if I, yeah, I don't know. Just here in America. Yeah. Please go on. Just, just no, you're, you're right. Sentence. You are right to highlight that because this is the most serious accusation charge levied against a a sitting president of the United States ever. This guy attacked his own country. How is he still sitting in office today? I don't care that he only has like a few days left in office. Get that motherfucker out. Because the Republican Party is cowardly and broken. And that's why we have to be scared of more violence to come. Because, you know, I think a lot more people in this country are secretly, you know, thrilled that this happened. I think that... uh, you know that this is a a significant minority of people who who are on board and i think that the republican party represents these people yeah i i think that you're right so they're giving mike pence until wednesday to initiate the 25th amendment procedures otherwise they're going to move forward with this uh, impeachment vote 
And uh, it's likely that Mike Pence won't move forward with the 25th because of what you just said is because of the Republicans are afraid of this Trump base. Uh, Mike Pence himself, his life is being threatened with people chanting, hang Mike Pence as they were going through the, uh, actually here's the audio of it to uh, play this as they were breaching the Capitol, people yelling, hang Mike Pence. So do you think Mike Pence is going to want to initiate the 25th Amendment? I think the guy is afraid for his life. If he were to do such a thing, he would be a target the rest of his life. And he already yeah. is going to be, but he'd be an even bigger one. It's just an insane situation. And you know what? Screw the Republicans and screw Mitch McConnell for enabling this psychopath over the past four or five years because they wanted to, uh, they were being just fucking short-sighted and looking out for their own personal interest. And, and they yeah. saw that this fucker was able to activate a, a the, the, the biggest scum of America, but he got people really passionate, which is something that the Republicans haven't seen in a long time. So they fucking just latched onto that like little leeches. Well, I mean, pathetic. He, he, he went for, you know, he spews hate and divi- divisive rhetoric. Like, I mean, that's how <clears throat> Hitler did it, you know? Yeah. Like, this, this, mob. this is a, a play. This is textbook. Like this is how it, it happens. Republicans, yes. Republicans knew this back in 2016, and they were uh, they didn't stand up against him. Like they knew what this man was, and they let him become the nominee and let him become president. This is a unlawful armed militia that has pledged loyalty not to our country but to a man, Donald Trump, and are willing to kill in his name on his behalf and take orders for him. That is exactly what the brown shirts did for Hitler in Germany when he was rising to power. I, you know, back in high school, I, I always was, I always wondered, like, how did Hitler be, get into power? Like, how did that happen? Yeah. How, you know, how did the Holocaust happened. Like I, I, I couldn't understand it. And now we're seeing it in yeah. our own country. And uh-huh. it, that is terrifying. On a couple of the uh, forums, apparently some members have taken to referring to Trump as G Otis or God emperor of the United States. This is from the Washington post, but these senators too, that supported this insurrection need to be held accountable. Ted Cruz, Josh Howley, uh, and the others. And in fact, AOC tweeted, quote, Senator Cruz, you must accept responsibility for how your craven self-serving actions contributed to the deaths of four people yesterday, now five, and how you fundraised off this riot. Follow us news to us on Twitter. Uh, we're always tweeting and our Twitter follower account has just like, I mean, you can follow us if you want. I, I hate it when you know, people tell you to follow them on Twitter. It's really annoying. Uh, but uh, we do, uh, I think we have good conversations with our Twitter audience and uh, we, we like comment on everybody's stuff and we post a lot of things that people are interested in. So if you've, if you've liked the show, maybe you might want to follow us on Twitter. If not, that's fine too. I don't really give a shit. 
Real quick. Ah, uh, yes. To, real quick. We want to get to the next story, but I just saw breaking news that a Democratic congresswoman has tested positive for COVID after being in isolation with uh, Republicans that were uh, refused to wear a mask during the while they were locked down during the riots. And the yeah, that news came out this morning. That's right. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fucks. Uh, but the season of treason continues on. The season of treason. This was just a huge, huge, huge story that got swept under the rug. Uh, well, I'm not going to say swept under the rug. It got buried by an even bigger story somehow. But uh, Donald Trump, in a recorded phone call that was leaked to the Washington Post, he was trying to threaten and berate Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger uh, repeating false claims about voter fraud during the 2020 presidential election and asking that Republican official to overturn the election results in Georgia. Now, this is insane. Like, like you say these things out loud and you, you have to like stop yourself. And did I just say that out loud? Did the sitting president of the United States try to intimidate an election official in a state and try to get that official to change official votes to favor is, himself. Trump is so stupid because the electoral college had already cast its vote anyway. And he first? needed more than Georgia. <laughs> and he's, and he's focusing on Georgia. So uh, president elect Joe Biden won Georgia by 11,779 votes. And of course there's been a lot of accusation in court over uh, from, from Donald Trump, Rudy Giuliani false accusations of voter fraud every time that they have recounted the votes. And then three times with uh, the, uh, this with Georgia. And each time it is reaffirmed that Joe Biden won by 11,779 votes. Three times they recounted. <clears throat> Isn't that more than they recounted in Florida for Gore and, and, and Bush three I times. So. <clears throat> um, yeah. So th- this is kind of similar the, uh, uh, Trump calling up an official and trying to intimidate over an election. Do you guys uh, remember why he was impeached last year at this time for calling the newly elected president of Ukraine and trying to use his powers to intimidate him because he yeah. wanted an investigation into Joe Biden? It's like the same. It's the it's the same sort of abuse of power, but this time it's much worse because he's trying to undermine a dem, a, a, a democracy, the American democracy, our democracy. He is, this is just so goddamn bad what happened here. And he should be impeached for this too and, and brought to charges. I think that uh, <clears throat> they're using that as evidence. Are they? Yeah, yeah in the, the article of impeachment that they um, drafted today. Well, here's a bit of that audio of the phone call. It's like an hour long. And if you want, you can like uh, go listen to the entire tape. But I have not done that, and I really don't want to because I can't fucking stand Donald Trump. His voice just is grating to me. I I don't know. I can't sit through that entire call. But here he is um, on the you call. Know what Here's they a clip. did, and you're not reporting it. That's a, you know. That's this is a, Trump again talking to the the uh, Georgia election official and trying to get him to uh, to commit fraud. You know what they did, and you're not reporting it. That's a you know that's a criminal that's a criminal offense. And, and, you know, you can't let that happen. That's that's a big risk 
to you and to Ryan. So what what he's what Trump is saying here, he's claiming falsely that there was fraud in the election and that this election official knew about it and that uh, since he knows about it and he's not doing anything about it, that's bad. But it's like uh, it's just a web of lies and spin. Your lawyer, that's a big risk. But they are shredding ballots, in my opinion, based on what I've heard. And they are removing machinery uh, and they're moving it as fast as they can. Both of which are criminal fines. That, both of that, that's all false. That, that hasn't happened. And you can't let it happen. And you are letting it happen. You know, I mean, I'm notifying you that you're letting it happen. <laughs> I'm notifying you that you're letting it happen. Not happening. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more that we have, because we won the state. But he wants one more vote than Biden to be found. Just one more. Why go? Why not like shoot for a couple thousand more? Because if it's just one more, it's going to trigger another recount, right? That's also so dumb. Weak. He's such a dumb criminal. Yeah, he is. Eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes. One more. I want about one more. Uh, Carl Bernstein, of course, from Watergate. He said, "Quote on Twitter." Uh, not only is pressuring election officials against the law threatening Raffensperger if he didn't comply with Trump's wishes, borders on extortion to undermine the electoral system and illegally, improperly, and immorally try to uh, instigate a coup in which he remains president of the United States. And then we saw, you know, this didn't work for him, so things escalated with January 6th. So this is uh, January 6th, only a few days after this. Uh, crazy. So a Georgia State University law professor, Anthony Michael Kress, uh, told Trump he may have or said rather Trump may have violated state and federal laws against soliciting election fraud. Uh, he said, quote, if any other person did this, someone else with power to leverage over an election official, there is no doubt in my mind that at the very least, a criminal investigation would be opened right away. That's what Kress said. Another added to the pile. Another another high crime and misdemeanor. DJT is a walking high crime and misdemeanor. Senator Senate Dem- Democratic leader Chuck Schumer, that now the uh, leader of the Senate, Senate Majority Leader, said on Twitter, "Is he is he officially yet? No, not officially. Yeah, soon to be. Soon to be until we uh, the new congressman can be sworn in." Right. Uh, he said on Twitter. If Cruz and, quote, his gang, uh, Cruz is part of this, too, uh, wanted to investigate election fraud, they should start with Trump's call to Raffensperger. Um, so, yeah. That's pretty bad. Any thoughts on this? It just got swept under the rug. It's like a huge, huge story. And if if the insurrection on the Capitol didn't happen, I guarantee probably that we would have done like an entire hour on this. But it's crazy that we have to like really this is like the 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 story of Trump's presidency. He does something incrementally bet, more worse every single day to the point where you can't keep up with what the fuck he's doing. You know, at this point, I wish he would just shut up and go play golf. They don't have golf in prison, do they? Well, for the next like, you know, just go play golf. Stop. Stop talking to people. Although, I mean. 
we can't hear from him anymore, right? He the, they refuse to have a press conference at the White House now, and his Twitter privileges and Facebook privileges have been revoked. <laughs> like, what does he? What does he do now? What do you think he's doing? The like, news cycle has been to? quieter because I, I was actually thinking about about that as soon as Trump was banned from Twitter, I thought, wow, this is going to slow down the news cycle because every other news story was Trump tweeted this, Trump tweeted that, and now like it's. Now we're actually getting some real news about the investigation of the of the the Capitol riots with those domestic terrorists, and we're finding out about who's being arrested and stuff. We're not having the noise from the president's tweets. I don't even know. Can we call them riots, or it was a siege, right? Like the insurrection at the Capitol, domestic yeah. terrorists—they're not demonstrators. It was a terrorist. Hey, you know, attack. I think it's all of the above. Yeah, that's fair. I just. I don't think we've collectively as a society settled on a name for what just happened. I think we do have to stop using demonstrators and protesters. Yeah, yeah, they were none of those. These were violent acts by a terrorist, a domestic terrorist organization. Whether these people knew or, or not that they were participating willfully in domestic terrorism, they were domestic terrorists. Uh, they got indoctrinated. Uh, we, yeah. we're, it's a dangerous time. Like everyone needs to be paying attention right now. We'll be right back. Okay, our uh, first show of 2021, not a dull one. A lot happening. We couldn't even have a guest this week because just so much to talk about. But uh, what are you guys looking forward to this year with the show? Um, what should we do? If we, if you guys, if there's, if there's anything, I know it's like a question I'm spurring on you right now. But if there's like a guest that either of you would really want to set our sights on for 2021, I wonder if we can get to it by the end of the year because we've had a lot of big guests that I didn't think we'd ever get. Uh, who who would you guys like us to start angling toward? AOC? I want AOC. That's my pick. AOC. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, let's see. Who else? Sean Hannity, perhaps. <laughs> Ooh. he wouldn't come into the spin zone yeah (laughs) we're taking that now obama obama that'd be awesome (laughs) hey mark Marin got him we can get i'm sure we can get a pretty good obama impersonator no no you want the real obama yeah uh obama come on but it's got to be like a little more realistic. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I think a congresswoman okay. is more realistic than Obama. Okay. Although I love, I think like a president, a sitting president, is definitely on our agenda. But we have to work our way up to that. But okay, Obama. <laughs> I'll send out a, uh, a press request tomorrow. Kamala Harris. <laughs> Why not? And there's a lot we can do this year. Um, all right. Well, we'll let's work get on all Donald, that. Let's get Donald Trump on the show. <laughs> uh, it's Alex Jones. Uh, I got a new phone number. Call me on my new number. It's one triple eight ninety nine Adobe. Give me a Al call. Al Franken. Ooh, that's a good one. Al Franken is a good one. I would like to talk to Al Franken. So these are all our guests coming up this year. Just wait. <laughs> Stay tuned. Sneak peek. Wow. It's going to be quite a year. 
I'll play this clip back at the end of the year, and then we'll see who we actually got. Like, yeah, we got uh, John Leguizamo and <laughs> Danny DeVito's like, little brother. Ooh, ooh, you know who else I would like? Yeah. Um, John Stewart. I would like to hear like his perspective of all of this. That'd be good. Uh, before we close out for the week, Powerball is up to $555 million. Did you guys know that? Mega Millions is at $600 million. Do you guys ever play the lottery when it gets really big? No. Once in a blue moon, like when it gets really big. I think I've only bought a lottery ticket like three times in my entire life. Same. Yeah, I think, you know, I don't know that I've ever actually bought a ticket myself, but like I remember when I was a kid, it got really big a couple of times and my mom bought one for like each of us or something. This new story and, uh, mentions that in 2016, it was 1.5 billion and 2018 is 1.6 billion. Uh, I do remember buying tickets for both those times. Hmm. Well, the billions? if you win, I hope you, uh, if either of you win, I hope you share with me. Of course. If I won $500 million, I would give each of you at least two or three million. Why not? Wow. That's very wow. generous. Thanks. Well, I don't think that's generous enough. I, I don't want to hear <laughs> I you're gonna talk to my lawyer. Two hundred million. <laughs> Two hundred million. <laughs> you won a billion dollars. What was it? A billion? No, it's no, only five hundred and fifty million. million. Oh, if okay. Pull, if you pay it out, yeah. So you're only gonna make like only two hundred million, million, which is like so poor. Yeah, it's pathetic. You're only gonna give us two billion. Come on now. Okay, ten each. Not, that's 15, little... 20. I don't give a fuck. I got 200 million. Actually, when you put that in the bank and if it if it comes back at a 7% return every year, like why not give your friends and family each like 10 to 20 million dollars each? Who cares? Well, you wouldn't have that much in the bank, so you wouldn't accrue that enough interest. Yeah, but if I had like still at the end of the day, 100 million dollars in the bank, I'm making 7 million dollars a year doing nothing. So I think I could afford to give a hundred million dollars to charity and friends. So I'd divvy a hundred million dollars up between everybody. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good that's move. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that. And then even then I'd have way more money than I would need. Yeah. Like what do you do with it? Probably still give half of that to charity later on. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, before we wrap up the show, I, uh, I hope you got, uh, if you haven't heard yet, but the PGA has announced that they are, pulling um one of their golf tournaments out of uh trump properties so maybe no! we're starting to see corporations and you know <laughs> businesses uh move away from the djt and the right wing nuts that is starting to happen uh we'll keep you posted on that and more thanks for uh being with us be safe and uh we will talk to you next time Appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. <laughs>